0: hang on a second, I can actually um, subdivide this and put a new mini boarding house on the back of it.
1: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue our conversation with property developer Vivian Halliday. She shares how she improved her income by 50% by turning a standard development into an investment that generates 5 incomes. We also hear about how she saved her mother from losing her house and explore her fearless mindset that helped build her success. While the queen of renos has built up an impressive portfolio. She's decided to move on from building and delve into the next stage of her career.
0: I'm sort of going into my next phase of trying to get um, higher growth, higher income. So um, I've sold two last year and I'm actually selling another one this year. So I used to have probably about eight eight in the portfolio but I've just sort of like anything that um, wasn't performing as well as what I wanted. Um, I sort of sold down. If I'd sold it another year later, it would have been really, really great. But you get that. It's just the way that the property market goes. Um, and, yeah, so I'd sort of collected quite a few along the way and as buy and holds. But, you know, like um, always waiting for that market to go up and, and it it's never really... The rents never went up in that area or the the market didn't go up in that area so i've actually been a lot more um focused on actually creating the return more so at the moment um which is what my my mini boarding houses have been doing so um i've sort of changed focus a little bit in the last little while um i've always been quite successful you know the ones that i've sold i, I would have Made 100, 150 um, each time. But, you know, there's always been the one or two that haven't sort of quite worked out as you see, but that's part of the the process.
1: She explained how selling some of her properties gave her better borrowing opportunities.
0: It just sort of meant that borrowing ability was better. So I could actually borrow more to get back into the ones that I wanted to Um, and, yeah, pay down some of the debt that I had, you know, like. I know friends of mine have sort of said they wouldn't be able to sleep at night if they you know had the amount of debt that i had um i don't see it as that i just see it as you know um it's just the cost of doing business it's you know like i've got this property that covers that and i've got income that pays for it so um it doesn't really worry me because i know that i can always um deal with whatever comes along it's it's Um, You know, like if something breaks, I can fix it. If You know, people still need to rent houses to live in. So it's not like um, I'm investing in something that nobody will ever want. Um, They're all in good areas, you know, that sort of thing. So it's never been um, a problem that way. But, yeah, like I suppose you need to put yourself in a position that you can keep moving forward. Um, So that's why I was sending them down.
1: With the amount of experience Halliday has, you'd assume her aha moment happened early in her career. But surprisingly, it was her most recent development.
0: I had been struggling trying to figure, find my next deal and I'd also been looking for something that I could retrofit to a mini boarding house. So that means that it's um, a council approved um, house. So it's a residential house that you can rent separate um, rooms and they'd be self-contained which is I see a really big thing with COVID you know like having little separate um, rooms and things and I'd been looking quite hard for this um, property to renovate and I came across um, a property that I automatically thought yeah I can renovate this into a a mini boarding house and I'm going hang on a second I can actually um, subdivide this and put a new mini boarding house on the back of it. And I go, I'm just not looking big enough, you know. Um, So it was just uh, looking at what was available and seeing the different things that you can make out of a property. Um, And it was all, you know, like um, looking at things differently,
1: Halliday continues to break down the ins and outs of her most recent development.
0: So these are still residential properties, and they're still in the house, but you can rent the rooms separately. Um, and there are specific rules around them. And in, um, in Brisbane, I think there's, I think you can do them in the Gold Coast as well, and in a few other areas. Um, but this was walking distance to trains, buses. Um, Pub, shopping center like it was in a really good position for people that just wanted to rent a room um sort of it has it's quite a large room it's not like you've got a little tiny area and you can't swing a cat in it you've you've got um room for a sofa and you know so it's quite comfortable like i'd if i was sort of young again i would just like think this was the greatest thing um, to rent you know reasonably priced, you don't have to worry about anything and um, you've got your own space you know instead of like in the day having to share with a whole lot of people just to pay the rent in a old rundown house so this is a lot nicer and I sort of feel good about you know providing that to the market.
1: But I'd love to delve into this a little bit more to understand how this. so you're buying an existing residential property and because it, it can be zoned or converted into a sort of a mini boarding house. How many people can you actually put into these?
0: So that one there, I actually just renovated and sold. I actually did uh, retrofit to another property that I already owned. But um, yeah, so the rules um, are a maximum of five um, in that property. So whether you have a couple in one room and three other rooms of singles or whether you have five separate ones or um, whatever, but you can't have more than five, it's to do with the insurance and plus it's it's just council rags, it's classified
1: as a 1B. While the properties are subdivided, they each have their own facilities.
0: They all have their own bathroom and um, especially like during COVID and things like that, like people didn't like sharing. You know like if they sort of, all these people in the one spot and um, I know you know that was an issue and, and hard to sort of stop the spread and things like that. So to provide them with their own facilities. They can, you know, there's no oven or anything like that, but who needs an oven these days? You can have a microwave or, a, you know, um, air fryer or something like that or, you know, half the people don't cook these days anyway. So um, it just meant, that you know, they can have a table and chairs, their own ensuite, something, um, you know, couch TV and their own bedroom. And um, I try and fit... um, an outdoor area, I think that's what Young has done with his. So um it was actually him that sort of turned the light on for me because he was sort of um I was looking for a property and and I wasn't I sort of hadn't quite clicked when I mean, you said that, you know, swit you know, click the switch. I was just trying to buy a property and retrofit it, whereas he was sort of saying, no, create the equity in it. Um, which is what I ended up doing by subdividing.
1: Just how large are these rooms in the house?
0: The retrofit um, was about 6 by 4, so about 24. Sometimes they're they're smaller, sometimes they're bigger.
1: Mm, So they resemble a one-bedroom studio?
0: Yeah, pretty much, Um, like a one-bedroom studio but in a normal house. So... And it's important that they sort of, yeah. Um, I think people like to have their own little space these days. So, um, and they're all kept up to code. So you know, you know, you've got your fire safety and all that, you know, and and a bit of soundproofing so that you're not going to blast the neighbour out with your TV, that sort of thing. So you have got, you know, livability.
1: You might be wondering just how long something like that takes to build.
0: I'd say the um, the whole process probably took about three months, maybe maybe longer, because like you've got to get those plans and get it certified, and um, and the reno probably only took about two months, but the other stuff does take a while, um, and not everybody um, knows what to do with it. It's, it's quite an involved process. There's lots of it was the hardest reno I've ever had to do, put it that way.
1: We find out if all the hard work was worth it and she ended up making a good return.
0: It basically changed the almost by fifty percent the income. So it really made a big difference. And and I've only just sort of had it fully rented since Christmas. So I'm still um seeing what sort of um difference the expenses are making on it but so far it hasn't really made too much um difference um so you can have a family of five or eight you know like um they're going to use more power and water than you know five individuals so um it's not necessarily going to cost more but um sometimes it will these ones are all air conditioned so it's likely that in the middle of summer they will use the air conditioner for long. so um especially if they're not paying extra for it so um i will be looking at how that works and whether we put solar on the top to cover that expense the new one that i'm building will have solar on
1: it as holiday said one thing people tend to forget about is the expenses and responsibilities put on to developer by the tenants. So how does she manage that?
0: I'm getting a property manager. I think it's, it's quite involved and I think there's lots of rules and things out there. Nowadays, um, I just prefer to have it in the hands of um, a good property manager and I know that my property has been looked after then. Not every property manager will do, will take that on. Um, because it is a lot more work. Um, So there are special ones around that will actually do that Um, and they do a good job too. So it's just a matter of asking around. If anyone wants to contact me, I'll certainly put them on the right path.
1: Life isn't perfect. Everyone hits a low point with seemingly no escape. But Halliday's mindset and curious attitude pulled her through the tough times.
0: During some of those times, it's... I've, I've got a bit of a, maybe a stubborn streak maybe, I think Young would call it, but um, I, I'm i sort of not, not easily persuaded. If, if there's something that, um, you know, like not having enough money for that interest, I always ask how can I? It's not, you know, like, oh, it's all too hard, you know, like what am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to pay the rent. And I just sort of went, well, how can I create more income? How can I, you know, what can I do with what I've got that can make a better use out of it? And most of the properties um, I've always looked at and and gone, you know, like how can I make this better? Or um, I suppose that interest rate one was a real sort of wake up for me Um, and that was when I was early 20s so... I've always looked at things as I went along, you know, like um, how can I do
1: it? Education also provided her many opportunities.
0: I'd I'd actually done um, a few courses on the way because like I think the Renault Kings came in like really early on and and everybody said, oh Viv, have you seen them? You have to go and do that course, you know, which I did. And I actually ended up working um, with them as a... um, as a bookkeeper and as a um, event coordinator for quite a number of years, but um, it, yeah, so I, I absolutely loved that job. It was so good, and the boys were so good. I learned so much from them, so they were probably my first mentors. Um, and they were like, I suppose, in a way, that was the the renovation type that I actually learned. It was a real basic sort of. Renault, you know like um if you couldn't get four dollars for the dollar you you spent, you know you don't do it and and that's really hard to get that sort of return but um yeah so I was always sort of like looking um for I suppose the edge and that so I'm just trying to think of some of the bad experiences you know
1: Coming up after the break, we'll delve more into Halliday's savvy mindset.
0: That if we had that little unit underneath um, and rented pretty much the whole house up the top, that I would get a full um, income coming in.
1: The ways her mentors helped her.
0: I can't stress enough how much the education has changed and um, changed my life.
1: The resources she used that helped her get to where she is today.
0: You can plug in, you know, your properties and see the, the um, what was going to be left at the end or owing. We-
1: and that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. <music> hey Property Investor. Halliday explained further how she saved her mother and herself from the lowest point using nothing but brains and grit.
0: My mum was living in in the house and I um, was living with my boyfriend at the time. Um, So I was sort of paying a fair chunk of my wage into the house, you know, and so was she. But it was getting to the point that um, she had a second job. She was cleaning toilets um i was you know like i basically was putting more money and i had hardly anything to to live off um i wasn't earning a great deal of money at that time um and we're just sort of going like what are we going to do with this and when i was at the hardware um, i noticed that there was lots of you know peach baths and you know like (laughs) vanities that sort of just you know weren't quite up to modern standards and and i sort of said to um the guys like what if if i sort of took these at a discounted rate and you know like you you know how to build and everything what if i paid you to do some of the building and that for me and that gave him an income but then i could sort of see that if we had that little unit underneath um, and rented pretty much the whole house up the top that I would get a full um, income coming in and mum would be able to live there for nothing and would be able to pay the rent. So it was, you know, like I so suppose I learnt from that that, you know, sometimes if you look outside the square or ask questions or talk to people and see what they have done, um, instead of digging, you know, putting your head in the sand and saying it's too, too hard, I don't know what to do, um, there's usually always a way out or there's always a different way of doing things that might be better. Um, or, you know, like if you talk to somebody that's been there before, they might have their opinion and it might just flick that switch for you that makes you think outside the box and solve your problem.
1: Motivation plays a big part in being a dedicated developer. For Halliday, it isn't just a passion for renovating that keeps her going.
0: During COVID, um, I suppose I'm 60 next year um, and my husband's been working two on, two off for quite a few years over in Western Australia. Um, But um, I suppose my daughter left to go to London, um, which she's sort of loving sometimes and not others because you can't get out over there at the moment. So, you know, like the typical empty nester, but my, my nest went down to sort of almost just me. Um, and I sort of like looked at it and went, I'm not liking this too much. And then I sort of thought, well, okay, my husband didn't even come home for uh, three or four months during COVID. He couldn't get back. He had to stay in Perth so he could um, keep doing his job. And I just sort of thought I'm really over this, sort of I'm over um, us being separated and life. And, again, it was the how can I, what can I do um, to make this work? And that's, you know, like I suppose what I was looking for was something different to get um, income so that he could come home more. Um, so he hopefully it's all sort of starting to fall into place now that he's actually got um, a part-time like so or two on six-off um, position coming up by the end of the year, um, which, you know, his wage will drop down, but the mini boarding houses are coming up. So it's sort of like and that was my focus. It was to get my family back together, you know, to get him home, um yeah and to sort of I don't know get a life again but you know like in in that process I've sort of gotten a life anyway because like um you know you you sort of when you're on your own you need to get out and talk to people you know so um the property um community is is wonderful we get together and we can actually, you know, talk about something we're all passionate about Um, but I've sort of had to learn to put a few good things in um, and not just property because otherwise, you know, life sort of gets a little bit one-sided.
1: Although they spend time apart, Halliday's husband is happy to help her out with renos when he can.
0: He actually did have a couple of weeks off or probably about a month off. Um, while I was renovating uh, one of the, the mini boarding house. Um, so he, he got hands on with that. Um, he doesn't mind, he, he just doesn't, yeah, like he's not passionate about property. If I, if I ask him to go and do something, he'll do it. But um, he, he won't sort of, you know, like go out and find deals or anything like that for me. Um, but, you know, I'm happy for him to help me on the reno. That's certainly a lot less lifting I have to do.
1: <laughs> While Halliday has tradies to help her renovate, the passionate developer can't help herself to pitch in.
0: Oh, look, I have tradies, um, but I am a little bit too hands-on um, because the more hands-on I am, the less time I have to focus on finding the deal. Um, so, I'm learning that lesson. I think I've been hit sort of... <laughs> Playing young a few times like just like, you know, you got to focus on the most important thing and that's sort of not carrying stuff for your tradies Um, so yeah, I, I still there's some things that I enjoy doing. Um, you know, with the the Queenslanders and that, I enjoy sort of um probably fixing up the little bits like the um catches and things like that I can see um I know how to fix them and make them look good again and you know, save you know, a few hundred dollars here, there and everywhere but I'm learning that a lot of stuff can be outsourced so and that just means more opportunity for me that I can just do more than one deal at a time. I can do two or three, you know.
1: Along the way, she's had a few mentors but there was one person in particular who she remembered fondly.
0: Jeff Deutsch and um, yeah he's just passed away not so long ago which was a shame but um he was he was such a lovely guy and so generous with his time and his information um he'll be sadly missed
1: she shares the other mentors who provided her with more than just advice and gave her experience
0: i suppose i actually was with the rando kings when they started property women so um you know at that time property women wasn't in existence and one of the the girls that was working with, the guys sort of moved, um, said, like, we should get the girls together. And it it was true because I worked as event coordinators for both. And when the men were in the room, um, the girls wouldn't ask questions. It was actually quite funny. And yet when the girls were all on their own, oh, my goodness, it was a totally different scenario. Um, And they were prepared to be, you know, like... um, you know, asking the stupid question and being vulnerable, um, whereas um, they sort of probably wouldn't do it as much in front of – it times have changed a little bit now. But the other thing was I, the men didn't ask as many questions either because they didn't want to be seen as as not to know everything. Um, so it was really um, great fun watching the different sort of um, – i don't know groups play out um so yeah i did a lot of of stuff with um property women and we did some um lots of bus tours and things like that so lots of fun um bernadette Jansen is is um a great inspiration to me now she's um i love watching her podcasts and that with her reno stuff um yeah, yeah, she's just fun and lots of free stuff that's just amazing on there as well. But yeah, she's she's really good. Um, but I suppose like when I got to that point that I really needed to to step up and move on, um, that's when I looked for somebody that I actually thought could make a difference. I knew that I knew all the nuts and bolts. I knew I knew how to renovate, I, and I'd done some subdivisions before. But um, and again, this is. Where I don't give up, I always ask, "How can I?" And that's what I thought. Well, what is it that I'm missing? And that's why I looked for somebody that could help me with the mindset, which was Advanced Property Strategies and Young. But I think those are the major the people that have helped me on the property journey. Um, and it's I can't stress enough how much the education has changed and. Um, changed my life I suppose but also saved me so so much you know like just the little tips and tricks on that that um people have learned along the way if you can take half of them on board you won't have to make the same mistakes you know um and and I remember sort of like when you go to do something go no remember such and such you know um so yeah learning those lessons is really important
1: she's also read a few books and used resources to help her on her journey
0: oh, look I started off with Jan Summers and I actually was around when Jan Summers was still I think I was in Mount Isa and she came out to the golf club there um, and I was just going oh my god this is amazing you know <laughs> you can do all this with this property and, and I had her PIA software I think it's still going um, where you can plug in, you know, your new properties and see the the um, what was going to be left at the end or owing at the end, and what happens if you added another property to it. Loved it. Um, so she was probably my first sort of um, first one that sort of like turned the lights on and thought, you know, you could actually do this as a business or as as a full time income, um, which it has. Pretty much done for me during the time. Whether I've done reno's for other people or whether I've, um, you know, done joint ventures with other people, um, yeah, I think that and and Robert Kiyosaki as well. Um, a little bit different, being very Americanized, but it still had a lot of negative gearing back then. Um, so I would never go that way again. Um, but you know. Things, learn, you know, change and you learn different stuff. Um, yeah, so those are, my, I suppose, my favourite sort of books, um, apart from, like, I'm obsessed with Audible. <laughs> I'm always listening to something, especially when I drive an hour to get to Brisbane, like, well, and that's if you're lucky some days, these that, um, yeah, I'm, I've always got an Audible book playing.
1: Halliday gives our listeners the advice she wished she received 10 years ago.
0: I think looking at where I am now and what I'm trying to do now, I would say that to concentrate on um, the income from the property more so than the capital growth. Um, I think earlier on I was looking at the capital growth making um me money and it has worked but um I think now I would definitely um look still look at good good areas because that's gonna set you up well anyway and if there's capital growth then great you get a bonus but I would definitely say look at that passive income and and get something that's really going to give you not just covering your costs but
1: you know more double she explains why she's going to explore developing boarding houses more during this new phase in her career.
0: I see that is the way that I can actually um, get income um, a lot, a lot more passive and a lot more regular, and it'll allow, allow me to do um, more things with my husband. And who knows, the uh, world might open up to travel again, and. <laughs> I'll be able to get back out there. Um, But, yeah, so I I see it as my path to being able to move um, into retirement, Um, although I don't think I'll ever retire. I I can probably just renovate a house a year or something like that just to keep my hand in, keep me from being bored. Um, Yeah. But I also see it as it's a great way of giving back, you know, giving really nice accommodation to people that are at at a reasonable price and they're safe. Um, Yeah, so I like that idea of it as well.
1: Well, Vivian, you've achieved so much, you know, there's been a lot of great things and thank you so much for sharing your stories there as well. Uh, What would you say if, you know, do you think that all the things that you've done in property has been attributed towards your skill, intelligence and hard work or has it been because due to luck?
0: I, I basically have done a lot of learning, a lot of education and you can learn as much as you like and you can um, go to as many seminars if you like, but if you don't take that step um, and do something with it, um, you're never going to get anywhere. So I suppose, yeah, like it is, I don't, I don't believe it's luck. I think if you actually put yourself in the right position and have the right information, um, then you'll know when the deal is right. Um, But, yeah, you've got to do something with with that information that you've got. Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere.
1: Thank you to our guest Vivian Halliday for coming onto our podcast. And if you love the show and are ready to get serious about investing your money to get a low risk high return, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a money partner. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest their money for a short six months. To register interest, text me your name and email address on zero four ninety nine eighty eight ten forty.